Welcome to the Language of Hope podcast. Our host, Betty Chenchene, is the senior pastor of New Spring AG, a visionary, a teacher, and one who believes in the second coming of Christ. And now to today's message. John chapter 6, verse number 1 to 15. And I read. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. Verse 2. Move with me very quickly. And a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles which he did on them that were diseased. And after Jesus, verse number 3, And Jesus went up into a mountain and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he said unto Philip, Where shall we buy bread that this may eat? Verse 6. And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him and said, Two hundred denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here, who has five belly loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? And Jesus said, make people sit down. Now there was verse number nine. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples and the disciples to those sitting down and likewise of the fish as much as they wanted. Verse 13. So when they had filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. My God. Verse 13. Therefore they gathered them together and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five pellets loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. Verse 13, 14 and 15. Then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, said, this is truly the prophet who is to come into the world. Verse 15. When Jesus therefore perceived that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he departed again to the mountain by himself alone. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Matthew chapter 14, verse number 13 to 21. These are basically the only two scriptures I'll be reading. For the rest, you will navigate around for God's glory to be seen. Matthew chapter 14, verse number 13 to 21. Follow the reading very carefully. You'll be a blessing. When Jesus heard it, He departed from there by boat to a deserted place by himself. 
But when the multitudes heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. Verse 14. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. Verse 15. When it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, this is a deserted place and the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. And they said to him, we have here only five loaves and two fishes. He said, bring them here to me. Then he commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass. And he took the five loaves and the two fish. And looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples. And the disciples gave to the multitudes. Verse 20. So they all ate and were filled. And they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments that remained. Verse number 21, the last verse. Now these, now those who had eaten were about 5,000 men besides women and children. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Now, if you carefully consider the second scripture you read in the book of Matthew, chapter 14, if you go three chapters prior to that, that is Matthew chapter 11, you will come to understand that Peter, um, sorry, John the Baptist had been arrested, placed in prison, Matthew chapter 11. The same account is recorded in the book of Luke chapter 7, where John the Baptist, who was the forerunner of Jesus, I want somebody to follow carefully, because by the time you'll be thinking, I'll be starting, I'll be finishing. I'm telling you. So in the book of Matthew chapter 11, John the Baptist had been arrested, placed in prison. Then in the book of Luke chapter 7, which also records the same account, this John the Baptist was in prison, called his disciples and said, go and ask Jesus if he's truly the one we were expecting or we should look out for another Messiah. Don't forget, three years to that event happening, this same John the Baptist was the one who was baptizing people in the Jordan River, who saw Jesus coming and said, behold, that cometh the Son of God, who taketh away the sin of this world. So how come three years later, this man now in prison, now wondering if he's truly the Son of God. Now whilst in prison, something happened. He sent forth his disciples to go and ask Jesus that should we expect another Messiah? Why? Because he thought if truly Jesus was the Messiah, then because he is in prison, he should come and rescue him. I flew in the story. Very good. Now, whilst in prison, the disciples went back and gave the account. Now, we went to Jesus and he said that among all men or people that are born of women, there is no one greater than John the Baptist. But yes, though, the greatest among all men was still in prison. This man heard what Jesus had said and bitterness filled his heart. He started complaining. How can God 
let my parents give birth to me at that old age get to this point where I'm placed in prison and whilst in prison there was no rescue coming for me this man was full of bitterness and complaint but watch me complaints has never solved any issue whilst he was in prison complaining the next thing that happened was that his head was placed on a plate when you complain about your situations when you complain about your circumstances you are placing your own destiny in the hands of your enemies when you complain you are placing your own destiny your own life in the hands of your enemies but instead of you to complain I recommend thanksgiving for you I said instead of you to complain I will recommend thanksgiving for you when look at the book of Acts chapter 16 verse number 25 and 26 the same thing happened to Paul and Silas Paul and Silas were also placed in prison now whilst in prison they also had every opportunity to complain. But for them, they didn't complain. Instead of complaining in that circumstance, in that situation, they chose to give thanks unto the Lord. And in giving thanks to the Lord, the Bible says the prison gates were opened. So note the difference between John the Baptist and Paul and Silas. One was complaining. His head was landed on the plate. The other decided to give thanks was prison gates began to open. I want to prophesy over your life. In this season of thanksgiving and in this month, even as you have made up your mind to give thanks to the Lord, may every closed door begin to open for your sake. I said, may every closed door begin to open for your sake. If you believe, shout, I believe it. And give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Now from the account of John that we read, I want to talk about five things that actually took place in the book of John chapter 6 and Matthew chapter 14. When to give thanks. When to give thanks. So if you want to title today's message, when to give thanks. When to give thanks. Number one, when the calculation does not make sense. When the calculation does not make sense. In other words, when the calculation does not add up. The balance sheet is unbalanceable. In such a situation, in such a circumstance, child of God, give thanks. Jesus now saw the multitude and he asked Philip, I believe so strongly in my spirit that Philip here was the minister of food and agriculture. Jesus turned to Philip and said, Offer Philip, let's get something for them to eat. Philip looked at Jesus' face and said, Master, even when we have 200 denarii, 200 penny worth, it will not be sufficient for these people. Now, 200 penny worth, as of 2,000 years ago, is $200,000 today. So, $200,000 will not be enough to feed 5,000 men. And it's true. Where's Pastor Ben? Pastor Ben is here. Teste Queen, Seminte Ghana, it's not sufficient for him. The large size, two. My brother will finish it. If you think 
I'm giving you kiss. Kiss my. If you think I'm giving you kiss, Tuesday after service, wait behind and see what the Lord can do. <laughs> what am I trying to say? The Bible requires 5,000 men and 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them. And that is $200,000 today. So you can imagine the multitude that had gathered. Philip looked at the account and said, no, no, let them go because we are adding up. We are trying to balance the sheet. The balancing is not balancing. So let them go. So I'm saying that when you have to, when to give thanks, one, when the calculation is not making sense or when the calculation is not adding up, give thanks. Jesus called for it and instead of him sending them away, he gave thanks. He gave thanks. So in circumstances and situations, when things are not adding up, child of God, you are supposed to give thanks. This is the time to give thanks. In the wisdom of men, it seems impossible. That is when you are supposed to give thanks. When in your own natural senses, you are putting things together and it's not putting that is when you are supposed to give thanks. Child of God, when we catch this revelation, all things become possible to them that believe. It's hard time we come to a point of belief in our God. That even in circumstances when things are not adding up, let me go on my knees and thank the Lord. When things are not working for me, let me thank the Lord. When things are working for me, let me thank the Lord. When I'm expecting this big contract and it's not yet coming, let me thank the Lord. Whatever I'm believing God for, let me thank the Lord. Although in my current circumstance, my current situation, things are not adding up, let me thank the Lord. When you begin to do this, child of God, you will see the fullness of God manifesting in your life. Say, my neighbor, things have not been well. The calculation is not calculating. But yes, still, I will thank the Lord. Point number two, my God. When you see the sign, but not the evidence. When you see the sign, but not the evidence. It's an indication and a proof that you got to thank the Lord. Jesus saw five loaves of bread and two fishes. It was a sign of food. But that was not sufficient for those that had gathered. He saw a sign of food, but the evidence to feed them was not ready. He saw the sign, but it wasn't ready. But he chose to give thanks. He chose to give thanks. Child of God, the moment you see the evidence around you, give thanks. The, sorry, the moment you see the sign around you, give thanks. If you want to wait to see the evidence before you give thanks, child of God, your life will be placed in the hands of your enemies. Jesus saw five loaves, saw two fishes. It was a sign that food was available, but the evidence was not enough to feed them. He chose to give thanks. Child of God, choose to give thanks when you see the sign and not the evidence. Your neighbor is celebrating. Your neighbor is rejoicing. You have seen the sign that God is around your neighborhood. Give the Lord thanks. And it will come true for you. Because of time, it would have taken you to the book of 
Mark chapter 14 where the woman Bible calling the sinner heard that Jesus had entered Bethany in Simon the leper's house Jesus entered another man's house and the woman heard Jesus had entered the man's house if there were so many of us could have sat down to complain Jesus has not come to my rescue and in the realms of the natural it makes sense to stay aback because Jesus had not yet rescued you or had not come to your rescue but when the woman heard that Jesus was in Simon the leper's house in Bethany Bible said the man went with a flax of alabaster bosk just to give thanks to him it was a sign that the man had come therefore let me give him thanks the Bible says when he gave thanks to the Lord God Jesus said woman your sins are forgiven I was thinking in my spirit that the woman went with the alabaster box to thank the Lord because her sins were forgiven but that was not the case the sins were not yet forgiven but he went to thank the Lord and when he thanked the Lord he had the evidence of sin being forgiven child of God whatever you are believing God for if you have not yet seen it if you have not yet seen it in hands reality the way to bring it because thanksgiving is an attractor thanksgiving is like a magnet the moment you activate it, it it brings the evidence closer to you thanksgiving is like a magnet the moment you activate it it brings the evidence closer to you and that is what we want you to understand in this month that thanksgiving can do what the what you cannot even imagine that will come your way child of god and that is what we are pleading for you that in this month whatever you are believing god for with your thanksgiving it will come to your hands you will touch it you will feel it you will testify you will testify about it and you give glory to our maker if you leave a shout i believe it and put your hands together for jesus number three thank you holy spirit when what you have is not enough when what you have is not enough when what you have is not enough. Child of God, how you see God will always affect how he relates in your life. If you see God to be a small God, you always come your way in a smaller portion. But when you see him as a big God, that even when what you have is not enough, by thanking him, he can make it big enough. He will come through for you just like that. Child of God, it is hard time we come to that point where when we, what we have is not enough. It's not sufficient. You won't say because what we have is not enough, we will complain. But rather, we will say because what we have is not enough, we will give thanks to the one who supplies. And when you supply the one who gives, when you thank the one who gives, he will supply all that you need. Child of God, that is where we have to come to as believers. That when what we have is not enough, let's thank the Lord. Let's lift our voice and thank the Lord. Even as we are thanking him. Yes, we know that what we have is not enough. But I will thank him. I know that what I have is not sufficient. Yes, so I will thank him. The moment you begin to do that, this one who supplies. Don't forget that God is the one who supplies you. So if he is the one who supplies, what says he supplies all our needs. So that thing that you are having, that is not enough. He has it in abundance. So why do you have to complain? 
just go to a moment of thanksgiving. Thank him for the little that even you have. And by thanking him, he will multiply it. By thanking him, he will give you more. And I want to pray for somebody who is willing to thank him genuinely. May the wonder supplies. May the wonder supplies. I said, may the wonder supplies. Even though what you have is not enough, but may the wonder supply, supply your need. I said, in the place of thanksgiving, may the wonder supplies, supply your need. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Number four. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Number four. When you need multiplication, when to thank the Lord, when you need multiplication. Jesus needed multiplication of the five loaves of bread and two fishes to feed 5,000 men, excluding women and children. Jesus needed multiplication, but he understood. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse number 19. Out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and a voice that maketh merry, and I will multiply them. The moment you thank the Lord, multiplication becomes your portion. The moment you thank the Lord, it attracts multiplication. Child of God, don't lose your thanksgiving. Don't lose your thanksgiving. Because when you lose your thanksgiving, you lose multiplication. Don't lose thanksgiving. You see, it's a very simple act. Oh. Thanksgiving is a very simple act. And because it's a very simple act, most people have become familiar with it. Most people have become familiar with it. Don't be familiar with thanksgiving. Don't be familiar with thanksgiving. In the morning, give him thanks. At the workplace, give him thanks. In the good and in the bad, give him thanks. In the moments of disappointment, give him thanks. Oh, Rabbenoshki Paradabasa. Thank Koremenoshki Paroskipa. My Yadi Noshke Farano Sepe. Oh, Father, we thank you. In moments like this, we thank you. Abba, Father, we thank you. Matatiski Farano Shepenos. In the name of Jesus. Point number five. Paroski Fenoskipa. When you want the supernatural move of God. When to give thanks. Point number five. When you want the supernatural move of God. When you want the supernatural move of God. There are certain situations and certain circumstances that the natural can never attend to it. I'm telling you. You must understand that there are certain circumstances, certain situations that the natural can never attend to it. And in such situations, you need the supernatural move of God. I don't know who wants the supernatural move of God in this week. I don't know who wants the supernatural move of God this week. But by your thanksgiving this day, One thing that Thanksgiving does is that it unlocks the well of the supernatural. 
thanksgiving unlocks the well of the supernatural. So if a man stands in the garb of thanksgiving, what he or she is doing is that he or she is unlocking the wells of the supernatural. So when you unlock the well of the supernatural, you begin to walk in that supernatural. So when you are expecting the supernatural move of God in your life, what happened in the book of John chapter 6 was the supernatural act of God. Bible says that they broke their bread and distributed. The more they were breaking, the more they were distributing and it was multiplying. That's the supernatural move of God. So in broken situations, God will bring the supernatural out of in the broken situations. In your broken situation, that is where God will prove himself strong. Maybe you are here. You think life is over. But child of God, life can only be over for those who declare it is over. The moment you declare it is over, it is over for you. But when you know that although everything seems that it is over, but I will thank the Lord. When you begin to thank the Lord, the realms of the supernatural begins to open. And as the wells of the supernatural begins to open, you experience the supernatural move of God. And I want to pray for somebody in the name of Jesus. Ikoski paranoski paradabadaba. Ifentonioski paranoshepeya. Can you be on your feet, somebody? Mavanoski paroshepenedea. Korabanesku paradabadaba. Kepe no sopaliata. Zumene kupa. Kupa liko skipa. Felis shoponoskepa. Feliz As you begin to thank the Lord, the words of the supernatural will begin to open, and you will see the supernatural move of God. Ah. Maybe what you have is not enough, but as you thank the Lord, the God of all abundance will come your way. Maybe the calculation is not making sense. But as you thank the Lord, I shall tell you, Kapaya. Fenoski Paliatata. Korabani Shepaya. the little you have. Even what you don't have, thank you. A dimi feski paladasa. Go
will take your broken situation. Even as you are thanking him, I see close doors being opened. Some of us were placed in prisons of death. Maybe you have been placed in prison of disappointment. Maybe you are placed in prison of shame. Maybe you are placed in prison of barrenness. In a prison of singleness. In a prison of joblessness. I don't care the type of prison you have been placed in. But by your thanksgiving, I see the supernatural move of God. Yes, Got to the tomb of Lazarus. Bible said that when Jesus got there and he saw the multitude, he began to cry. And as Jesus began to cry, he understood that crying and complaints does not bring anything good. So immediately he stopped crying. Then he began to give thanks. Maybe your circumstance caused for you to cry. Maybe your situation is palatable for you to cry. But I came to announce to you that don't cry. Give him thanks. Don't cry. Give him thanks. Don't cry. Give him thanks. Bible said as soon as he gave thanks that he asked them to roll away the stone. Then Lazarus, a man who was dead for four days, came out of the tomb. Your thanksgiving will bring anything that is dead in your life. I said your thanksgiving will bring anything that is dead in your life. And I pray for you in the name of Jesus. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Anything that is dead in your life, by your thanksgiving, I see it resurrecting. 
I see it resurrecting her. Rapid Watch here. Watch here. This is my last statement. This is my last statement. In the place of thanksgiving. Don't forget. Don't forget that God is the rewriter of stories. God is the one who writes people's story. So maybe where you have got into, your story is not presentable. Maybe where you have got into, people see you and they call you names like disappointment, debt, failure, childlessness, barrenness, singleness, whatever name they feel they call you. But hear me, I came to announce to you that our God so in the beginning of the session I said that turn to neighbor and say neighbor I've never seen a God like my God. Our God is the one who will write the stories of men. So as you thank him, the rewriter of stories will rewrite your story. I said as you thank him, the rewriter of stories will rewrite your story. In the next 30 seconds, give him thank you, give him thank you. In the next 30 seconds, Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Ah, Yapin Moskipal. Yes, he deserves it. He deserves it. Mati no fata. Oh, 
thank you for listening to Language of Hope. We believe you were blessed. One more? Head on to New Spring AG on Facebook and Instagram, or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel on New Spring AG. God bless you. <laughs>